The following episode was recorded at Broadway Records. Go to broadwayrecords.com to view and purchase from their extensive catalog of cast albums, solo albums, and live recordings. This week's randomly selected Broadway Records release found by scrolling through my phone is... Oh, Marin Maisie, make your own kind of music recorded live at 50 Floor Below. Again, go to broadwayrecords.com and check out all the wonderful releases on sale today. Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on, darlings, you. Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. When Robbie Rizal was here to talk about MAME, we ended up talking about title songs. Songs whose titles match the musicals. Something Jerry Herman does a lot. I don't know if he does it better, but he does it a lot. We joined the conversation already in progress. So, great. you brought up something I definitely wanted to talk about with Jerry Herman writ large, and I oh. saved it on my playlist here. Great. And that is title songs. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, title songs are fascinating to me. Um, one of our live shows at some point will be all about title songs. Oh, that's a good idea. Because... They're the best and they're the worst. Worst. And and the rule I've established the rule for the show is gonna be title song I define as a song that is the title of the song matches the title of the show mm-hmm. and the characters sing the title of the show as a standalone phrase in the song. Like Dear Evan Hansen. Thank you. Is that song called Dear Evan Hansen? Uh, no, it's called Sincerely Me. See, and that's right. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> is it has to be both. It has to intentionally be the title of the sure. There's a couple there's so, a lot of songs like that where mame. the title comes up. So every Hello, Jerry Dolly. show. Uh, Dear World. Dear World, La Caja Full. Yep. So I think Milk and Honey. Actually, I think every one of his shows had a the Grand Tour had a t- I believe they all, they all do. do. Mm-hmm. I believe it is a staple of Jerry. And it's it is a staple of Broadway shows mm-hmm. forever and ever and ever. Sure. It would be it'd be rarer in the other direction. And it's actually one of the things that Rodgers and Hammerstein did that was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. That actually, even though Oklahoma is a super famous song, most of their songs, most of their shows don't have title songs. Weird, because I sing The King and I every day <laughs> <laughs> in the shower. Uh, <laughs> South Pacific before, is at my is yeah, yeah. fully in my repertoire. Um, yeah, but you're so, absolutely right. So, but in he, this show in Mame, uh-huh. so yeah, Hello Dolly is a huge hit song. Huge, huge hit song. Louis Armstrong's version, huge hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's st- so let's start with Hello Dolly. Great. I, I really don't like that song. Hello. Very well, hello, Louie. It's so nice to be back home where I belong. You're looking swell, Manny, I can tell. Danny, you're still glowing, you're still crowing, you're still going strong. I don't like it in the show. And I don't like it on its own because, and this is an unfair thing to do. This is a me personal. Because you sang thing. it in high school. No, I didn't sing. I wasn't in that. <laughs> I got to sit backstage. And Correct. Make out with whoever I was dating. Okay. Oh, Formative years. Those good old days. <laughs> uh, but so, I I feel like it's 
it's so catchy and so repetitive. And I, I acknowledge it as like, especially the, um, I don't know what you'd call it. It's like the pre-chorus or the turn. See it. Golly gee, fellas, find me a vacant knee, fellas. Love, like that phrase musically, I think is really satisfying. Bridge the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. recognize it as a well-constructed, well-written piece of music. Clearly it not is... with good lyrics because you do not. I know couldn't them. remember the lyrics, <laughs> but that's so that ties me into the main title song Great. very nicely because I think the title song in the show is a train wreck. <laughs> Now, I've never seen it, okay. so I can't speak to how it plays so in the moment. Within the show, uh, she is uh, at a fox hunt uh, at Beauregard's family. Like Beauregard do. is her um, paramour, okay. soon-to-be husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is Southern, and wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. That I was just, good. You're that welcome. Was very good. A lot of Blanche Devereaux. Yes. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, the best southern accent to do is the slightly intoxicated <laughs> <Right>. older gentleman. <laughs> Boozy old woman. Yes, right. Yes, welcome here. <laughs> so um, Beauregard is uh, southern and uh, takes her to his plantation to meet the family. And there's a fox hunt and hijinks ensue. Right. And uh, she somehow carries it off and they sing a big song celebrating a long her. Song. Correct. Well, there's a dance. <laughs> They're dressed in fox hunting, those red jackets yeah. and white pants. And who charmed the husk right off of the corn? Mame. Mame. And I think that part of the problem is that Mame is a terrible word to sing. You can't, what do you, what do you rhyme with it? Yeah. It is one syllable. Yep. He makes it two <laughs> by adding Name. a slime, by adding right. a slide. Yeah, yeah. Which is very clever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a one syllable word too. Uh-huh. Um because yeah, if the show was like mame exclamation point and the show had like mame, you know, that right. was the song. But that's not the song. <laughs> the song is but it start but it definitely is set where it is because mm-hmm. it starts with that banjo. That's true, yes. And and uh, like, uh, is it Don Walker did the orchestration, I think? I believe so, yeah. And it's like, he orchestrated the fish out of the show, and it sounds glorious. Also, this chorus in this original mm-hmm. cast, like those sopranos are wailing up at the top in, in the title song. Yeah. Like, you, where do you get that now? Nowhere. You know why? Because <laughs> people only write for screamy belters. Right. It's fine. Yeah. That's how I make money. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> More screaming belters, please. Right, please. Yes. <laughs> Anyone? <Bring it>. Yes. <laughs> please bleed in Anyone your vocal cords oh, while you man. sing a G. Oh, man. Far above the staff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Just so Dame Diana Rigg can make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. Comments? So many. So many. So many. Anyway. Uh, so many. <laughs> So, but like, it's like a big song and dance extravaganza. It is Hello Dolly. Yes. It is, mm-hmm. it is not La Cage a Fall. And that's what I was going to say. I think the title song in La Cage works beautifully. It's rather gaudy, but it's also rather grand. And while the waiter pat your check, he'll kiss your hand. The clever gigolos romance the wealthy matrons at La Cage it's slightly 40s and a little bit new wave. You may be dancing with a girl who needs a shave. Where both the riprap and the royalty are patrons at La Cage La Cage The metro D is dashing Cage The hat check girl is flashing. We import the drinks that you buy. So your Perrier is Canada Dry. It fits. Yeah. It's also too long. Um, but the club is called La Cage Fall, sure. and he's introducing the club. So it's very organic. Like, you, you expect. I understand why he's singing La Cage like that phrase over oh, yeah. and over again. And. I mean, I used to sing it La Cage Fall, you leave it intermission. Uh. <laughs> Great. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Nothing was written before Jonathan Larson. That's true. You're welcome. 1996. Yeah. After Sondheim had stopped all his major compositions. Yeah. <laughs> Bounce! Uh, <laughs> oh, did you see any version of that show? Uh, yeah, actually. So I was with uh, PS Classics for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was Tommy Grasker and Philip Chaffin's assistant there. And so we did uh, Bounce and Roadshow, the album. Yeah, I had yeah. both of them. No wise guys. We saw. I have that bootleg too. We. Um, I, have a, I feel like I have a video bootleg of Bounce. I saw Richard so, Kind. So I saw yeah. Bounce at the Kennedy of Center. Of course you did. And I mean, and it, if you didn't see it, like it was. I mean, it's Hal Prince directing Stephen Sondheim for the first time since 1980. But trying to direct it like it was. Uh, oh yeah, well I'll get to all the bad great. stuff about it. But like the reasons you go see it is the new Sondheim musical, Richard Kind, uh, Gavin Creel, mm-hmm. who my wife fell in love with that night, and uh, Howard McGillen. Howard McGillen. Mm-hmm. So and I got. Oh, and who's the girl? Michelle Park. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's cast was great. It's directed by Hal Prince. It's John Weidman and Stephen Sondheim. Like, of course, I'm going to this, and I have never in my life been sitting in a show and more being like, I don't know what I'm watching right now. Like, because you go in, I did go into it like, listen, it's the pre-Broadway tryout. This is going to change. They're not done yet. Things are changing every performance, but it was such a mess, and yeah. I remember sitting there going like, this is unfixable. In this state. Like, mm-hmm. this has to be torn down. And that was number three. Yeah. That gold, gold, wise guys, wise guys, bounce. And then Roadshow. Roadshow. And Roadshow finally did, because I remember walking out of the theater with, with my wife and saying, you know what it should be? It should be Pippin. Mm-hmm. It should be like a very theatrical meta kind of production of these guys. And they kind of, like, it's all very DIY and it's more stripped down. And Roadshow, while it wasn't that, was certainly more that. Oh, yeah. John then, Doyle definitely goes yeah, in that he direction. he took it all the way down to its right. bones. And, you know, the score is not sometimes best. Oh, it's it's the B level. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might sure. be actually, of all his shows, it might be his worst. Uh... Well, now we sit here in judgment. Like all the 13- I don't know, your brother would be like, don't talk, don't come to me for anyone can whistle. 
I love the score to anyone. Oh, I love. Um, I love. I would say, all of his scores. Yeah, so. and I would say that. Yeah, but Roadshow's the one that gets Roadshow's the least probably, play. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's just very. There's some great songs in it, but it is very like. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that is to say, so uh, <laughs> Mame, Mame. Um, what if Stephen Sondheim had written? Oh, the theme. Well. <laughs> Well, it was 66, so what was he writing? Evening Primrose. Uh, great. Um, <laughs> Take me to the world, Mame. <laughs> well, now, and he doesn't usually, it's not that he doesn't write title songs, but a lot of his shows don't have title songs, except Anyone for- Anyone Can Whistle. Anyone Can Whistle. Company. Company. Keep going. Uh, you can do this. Okay, so Forum does not have one. Right. I can, I can go show by show. Yeah. Forum does not have right. one. Uh, the next show was Anyone Can Whistle, and which does. does. The next show was Company, which does. does. The next show was... Follies. No. Yes. Was it? Yes. No. Yes. Folly specific overtures? No, Folly's night music. Three Tonys in a row. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So Folly's does not. And neither does night music. Right. Uh, and then Pacific Overtures does not. Does not. Uh, which hand was that? <laughs> Try to keep track. Going stop. great. Assassins yeah. doesn't have one. one. Merrily does. Yes. Several times. Several times. Like... It's repeats and repeats. It's a theme. It is. Yeah. You've talked about or it. Or a motif. Um, uh, passion does not. Does not. Can you imagine? <laughs> All this passion. <laughs> so much passion. I hope I didn't startle you. <laughs> That's a signature right now. Passion. Uh, <laughs> with Natasha Diaz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, great cast. Um, and then. Uh, so Sunny in the Park with George does. Yes, it does. It's the opening mm-hmm. number. Into the Woods does. Does. Yeah. Has in, a, in a serious uh, way. Uh, uh, and that, again, is a theme. Because it keeps yes, coming back. because it keeps mm-hmm. coming back over and over again. Um, this is the intermission And uh, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Attend the tale of Sweeney it Todd. It does, but it doesn't by my rules. Because the title of the show, they do, the, the song, the show is called Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber. The Demon Barber They do Fleet sing Street. the whole phrase, but the phrase is, the song is not called Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber. I'm Fleet. rolling my eyes so hard. Yes, I know. Right now. we have to have rules. I just strained an eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the table. Pick it up. <laughs> um, but so, it, but it is that thing of like title songs were a thing, and then yep. they weren't a thing, yeah. and they're kind of becoming a thing again in a but in a meta way huh. that I found that like it was that I've talked about it a bunch on this podcast. But there's this that that weird meta period in the early 2000s where your show had to be your musical had to be self aware. Or we weren't going to produce it, which sure. you know, Avenue like Q the producers and the producers and Drowsy Chaperone, like these are the best versions of it. There are Drowsy other... didn't have a title song. Oh, it doesn't. That's the yeah. thing. Is it like Avenue Q did, but it was made fun of Sesame Street. And it's a theme yeah. song more than you know. It's a theme song of a TV show that never happened. Huh. Um, I would watch that. They shot out of that. The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Robbie Rizell for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Ah!